Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host, the real material girl, (laughs) Shay Kilmer. That's me. Hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you love the show like Kanye West loves Kanye West, (laughs) then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. All right. So, Shay, have you ever been ghosted? I have, actually. I know. Surprise, (laughs) surprise. All right. It's okay. Me too. That's not surprising. (laughs) No, I've never been (laughs) me too'd. I'm saying I've been ghosted. Actually, everybody has. So, I figured that since it's something that we all have in common, we'd do a show today about ghosting. Perfect. So everyone knows what ghosting is. There's no reason for us to give a definition. Just, I have a definition. Stop oh, it. Oh, all right. Well, you ready, guys? Let's for hear your you definition. Living under a rock. <laughs> living in Iraq? <laughs> under a rock. Oh, goodness. Um, the definition of ghosting per Google. <laughs> we shouldn't get a sponsor through Google with all these definitions. Yeah, maybe. right. I think we should get something out of it. <laughs> So the definition is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. So in other words, being an asshole. (laughs) So right now there's half of the population is like, hey, that happened to me. And the other half is like, yeah, I do that. Or you got both. Right. So because it's something that we all can relate to, we thought we'd go a little bit into the ins and outs of it, not just to talk about how you can identify if you're being ghosted or not, because there are some signs and symptoms. It's not just silence doesn't dictate if you've been ghosting. There is actual telltale signs of ghosting that you could be aware of. And then we could also get into a little bit about what you should do about it if you Mm -hmm. are being ghosted, or maybe in better terms, what you shouldn't do if you're being ghosted. You know, ghosting isn't just a fancy term for being blown off. It's a specific kind of blow off. Yep. Because you know sometimes if somebody blows you off, you know it's coming, you feel it, that sort of thing. But if you're being ghosted, it usually takes you by surprise. And the actual act of being ghosted causes all kinds of craziness because you don't know why they're doing it. You feel insecure. Did you do something wrong? And... Mm -hmm you never get that closure. And that's why ghosting drives you a little bit more crazy than being blown off. You can be blown off by somebody 
who you just have one single communication with, you connected with them on social media or on Tinder or something like that, and it just doesn't work out, and you talk about going out and you never do. That's kind of a blow off, but no harm, no foul. We're used to that. Ghosting is somebody that you have some sort of rapport with, you know, mm -hmm. like you went on several dates, you started liking this person, or you even slept together, that sort of thing. And then it's like a car hitting a brick wall, suddenly nothing. And I honestly think that ghosting has been the result of like the toxic dating culture that we've created nowadays. For sure. I think social media is a big part of that. Is, Unfortunately. Yeah, because most of the communication with people these days either is through social media or through technology like texting and all that stuff. I mean, look at Snapchat. Snapchat's symbol is a ghost. It's you're here <laughs> one second and you're gone the next. Yep. Just like those conversations. Yep. So ghosting is usually intentional. It's not just like a forgetful person that mm -hmm. was like, oh, I need to text Katie today. And then you just forget. And then one day turns into a week and a week turns into a month. And next thing you know, you're like, ah, she doesn't want to hear from me now. Yeah, it's That's just a forgetful person. That's not ghosting. No, I think ghosting is always 100% on purpose and I think it's either because they think they're trying to be like either having it the easiest way out or they're trying to be nice about it and I don't think they realize it is one of the worst things you can do to someone until it's happened to them yeah they they truly may be doing it with good intentions because they fear that if I tell them the truth the truth is going to hurt so mm -hmm. I'm sparing them that by just going radio silent but you're right it causes more damage in the long run because it, it fucks with a person's mind. They start wondering, like I said before, you know, was it something they did? Do they hate me? What was the actual cause? And so the person who gets ghosted, whatever drama is caused from the ghosting may not be because they really want that person back. It may be because of the not knowing is yeah. what's causing the drama. And I think it's also like a miss. It could also be between like a miscommunication too between who the ghoster and the ghostie, <laughs> because it could be the ghoster probably just thought of it as like a hookup or a fling, where the ghostie is like was thinking it was going to be more. And we're defining this as like you've had a few dates. You were expecting this to go somewhere other than just a fucking peace out. Yeah, we're talking about ghosting in the context that it, it actually hurts, which means, yep. you know, you had uh, a little bit of time or maybe even emotion invested in mm -hmm. this person. And you're talking like every day, you're seeing each other a couple times a week at least kind of thing, and you're expecting this to go somewhere. Right. So, you know, I said a minute ago that ghosting is not just a forgetful person. If you're not sure of of which of those two it is, if you're getting total radio silence from the person and you're wondering is he or she just a, a forgetful person are they not a good communicator or are, am i be really being ghosted there's a pretty simple way to tell is when you send them a message after that period of silence and they still don't respond that is not a forgetful person that is you being ghosted yep and especially if you see like you're blocked on social media or like snapchat and like if you get past like the stage of, oh, my gosh, something could have happened to them kind of thing. And it's like a few days now, a couple weeks, they have definitely ghosted you, pumpkin. I'm sorry. <laughs> and all the different kinds of topics Shay and I 
do shows about in the world of sex and dating. And there's a zillion of them. Usually those topics have a far different perspective from men and women, meaning men do this all the time or women do this all the time. But ghosting, I think, is pretty equally. I, I think I both sexes ghost equally, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Mm -hmm. And I think like a big part of why they do it is out of fear, either fear of not knowing what you want to be with that person or not to be with that person or also fear from a past relationship that has now like ingrained itself into you and you don't want to get hurt like you did before. For sure. I don't think ghosting is just a mean-spirited person looking to be masochistic to intentionally hurt people's feelings. Ghosting is a symptom of that person. Like you just said, they've had bad relationships in the past. They've been ghosted a bunch. They're, they're jaded. They're weak. They're afraid of... Mm -hmm of confrontation yes. there uh they have intimacy issues you know because to confront somebody is an intimate thing right. you know and uh because you have to broach a sensitive subject and those people when their fight or flight mechanism kicks in they choose flight every single time so yep. ghosting is really a symptom of that person not really a symptom of you don't get me wrong you may be somebody they don't want to be with because you have flaws of one sort of another that they don't want to date but the ghosting isn't because of that. The no. breakup is, but the ghosting isn't. The ghosting is a symptom of the person who yeah. is actually doing the ghosting. You just have to remember that if you get ghosted, it's nothing about your worthiness of love and it's everything to do about them and who they are as a person. Are you just throwing out the it's not you, it's me thing? No, I'm not just throwing <laughs> it out. I'm saying like if you get ghosted, it's not... Because you did something wrong, it's because they're a fucking asshole and can't just grow some balls and tell you to your face why they need to break up or why they need to leave. Right. That's the reaction I was looking for. I asked that question because I wanted a more <laughs> passionate <laughs> response from you. So mission accomplished there. All right. Okay. You got it from me. You're welcome. Nah, I <laughs> am the puppet master. All right, so like I said a little bit ago, is a forgetful person isn't the same as ghosting? Well, being stood up is not the same as being ghosted either. Usually an explanation follows being stood up. Now, it may be a complete bullshit lie explanation like, oh, my car broke down or my, you know. My cousin was having a baby. Yeah, and I didn't even know she was pregnant. But usually you get a bullshit excuse after being stood up. And you know it's bullshit, but at least you get something. And normally stood up is like the first or second date. Normally it's the first date. So th this is past first date is what we're talking about for ghosting. Sure. Yeah, ghosting, you get no explanation. You get nothing. Not even the bullshit, my cousin was pregnant. <laughs> and then you say, oh, I didn't even know you had a cousin. And they say, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bad texters, they're also not necessarily ghosters either. It may take you a while to figure out a new person's texting habits because I have friends and, and female friends that will text you all day long in, a, in an all day long texting conversation. And then I have some that... I could think of one girl specifically that you'll text her and she'll text you back a, just a couple sentences and then she'll stop like right almost in the middle of a conversation. Like she'll say, yeah, I'm going out of town to my lake house, you know, over the weekend. And you'll say, oh, cool. Uh, is the rest of your family going with you? And then you hear nothing from her. 
That's not necessarily ghosting. In fact, I know for a fact she's not ghosting. It's that she's just a bad texter. I could text her in like three or four days after and be like, so how was the lake house? She'd be like, oh, it was awesome, you know, whatever. So we all have those people we know that are just bad texters. They don't like texting on their phone. They don't respond in a timely manner. So it's important for you to kind of get to know that person and know their texting and communication habits before you completely brand them as a ghoster. I would also add in there that with ghosting, if you're thinking of ghosting someone or being the ghoster in some way, shape, or form, just remember, like, if you've ever been ghosted, how that made you feel. And if you haven't been ghosted, you're lucky, but I can tell you exactly how it is. You feel used and it's disrespected and disposable and betrayed and disregarded and just, it's honestly downright insulting. Yeah, it is. I'd say dis- being disrespectful is probably is probably the biggest thing. Even your worst date that you've probably ever had or a girl that you thought was awesome and then after a few dates you realize she is not awesome. Even they deserve some sort of explanation. Yeah, just be like, hey, I'm not feeling it. I think we have different views on some things or whatever. But at least if you are such a pussy <laughs> that you can't tell this person face-to-face, at least give them a text at the very minimum, which you should not do anyways, but don't just fucking ghost someone. That's an asshole move. I did that when I was younger, not realizing it, and then I got ghosted, and I wanted to flip a fucking table. I not only was so mad, like, what the fuck is going on? It turned into, okay, first I'm mad because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Then I turned into, like, sad and worried because, oh my gosh, what if something happened to them? And then it was just like a complete strike on my self-confidence. Yeah. You go through like all the different phases of grief, you know, anger and denial and then, you know, reasoning, bargaining, all that kind of stuff. And the worst thing is like, you can't even like come to terms with it because you don't know what it is that you did wrong. And the thing is, you could have also not done anything wrong. You could have, it just could have been like two different people living different lives, having different things going on. But you would never know. So you just have things running through your mind consistently. Okay, did I do this wrong? Was this it? Was that it? Overthinking. Again. (laughs) Really? Women overthinking? (laughs) Would you hush? I find that hard to believe. And I think the only thing worse than being broken up with is realizing that someone didn't even consider you worth breaking up with. Yeah, that's what causes the drama after the ghosting. A lot of these guys that... You might, I say a lot of these guys, like you're being ghosted all the time by a bunch of guys, (laughs) but these guys that you're referring to that ghosted you, I'm willing to bet that if they would have straight up told you, yeah, Shay, I don't think we're compatible and I don't think we should talk anymore. You probably wouldn't have given a shit. They probably weren't the caliber of guys that you're like, oh, I love this guy. And that caused a drama. No, the drama and the confusion and the anger in your mind was caused by the ghosting, the not knowing, the what, am I a piece of shit that you can't, you know, give me the respect to tell me to my face? You know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Am I right? Yeah, I agree. I just think overall that like someone at the very minimum, we're all human beings and they deserve to at least know why you're leaving or why you're not leaving. Because I had this guy text me who had ghosted me, like literally ghosted me out of the blue 
we had plans and stuff to hang out later, texted me, I would say nine months later, telling me he's in such a great relationship now <laughs> and that she they- really made him think about things <laughs> and he wanted to apologize. Telling you how much greater life is without yeah, you? A fucking asshole. And he was like, yeah, and I just, she made me realize I didn't treat you the way you deserved. And I literally, I didn't even respond because I'm like, this fucking prick thinks I'm still fucking thinking about him. Yeah. We literally, we talked for a couple, like I kept him at a distance when he first tried to get my number because I could just tell he's one of those like asshole prick players. Yeah. But he was like pretty consistent. Like, all right, let's go on some dates, please. Let me meet you out. I'll come to you if you want. And I was finally like, you know what? Fine, whatever. One date won't hurt. And I actually really liked him. And then he wanted to go out again. I'm like, maybe. Okay, we'll see. And then after that, just ghost. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit of an extreme example of the routine called push-pull. That's like, I want you, I want you, I want you. Oh, now I got her? Eh, I don't want you so much. I'm going to push-pull back. You know, and you, you push and then you pull and you push. And it's a little bit of a game because... Right. And it's just like, you really think I'm still thinking about you. Nine months later, after we had one fucking date, yeah, because he's looking for that adrenaline rush of getting verification that you're still into him. That's all he wanted. He may not want to actually go out with you again. It was, well, I just want to know else. that she still wants me. And that's enough of a dopamine release to satisfy so, me for the day. John, in your <laughs> long line of dating advice, would you think, say that the best I don't best think I like the way you said that, but okay. <laughs> Would you say the best thing for me to have done is just not respond? Or should I responded with some like awesome kick ass like, I'm sorry, who are you? Or what have been the best like punch to the gut? No, the best punch to the gut is indifference. That is what drives people crazy. Sometimes an angry reaction satisfies them because they're like, see, they I'm still in her head. Else. I could yeah. still stir up emotion in her. But so what the should old, I have said? I love when you said, should I have asked uh, who is this again? That's indifference. That's I don't think of you one way or the other. I have no opinion of you. <laughs> that would have drove him nuts because nobody wants to feel like they're forgettable. Yeah. They want you to remember them for years after you dated. You know, so the the feeling of not being wanted and being forgettable is probably the biggest blow a, a man can have. Take note, ladies. Take notes. Kill their egos. <laughs> right. And indifference is it's worse than love and it's worse than hate. That means I have no I don't think of you one way or the other. So keep that in mind. So it's good to know. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's what I'm here to do. Because <laughs> I got you ladies, but he knows more about the men. So that's yeah, not- because, you know, I am one. Uh, OK. <laughs> so who are these ghosters anyway? What kind of people are they? They're, obviously, they are men and women, but what are they made of? What is inside them that inspires them to actually ghost? And so being the, little bitches, that's being, what's inside of being them. little bitches, right? <laughs> Male or female, they're little bitches. So I've actually gotten a lot of feedback from people, you know, over the years about this phenomenon because I'm fascinated by what motivates people to do these sort of things in in sex and dating. And one category of ghosters are people are those types who feel that like everything happens for a reason. Like two people that end up together are, are it's destiny. Like either the universe says you're supposed to be together or you're not. People who really believe that, even some hopeless romantics kind of believe that. People who really believe that 
are more prone to ghost people because they think relationships are either meant to be or they're not. And if they're in a situation where they don't think a relationship with you is meant to be, then they think there's nothing wrong with ghosting because giving an explanation requires empathy. It means that I have to explain the reasons why I don't want to be with you, but they feel there is no explanation. This is just what destiny and the universe says is we're not meant to be together. So there is no explanation. So therefore, I don't owe you an explanation. There's the ghosting. Yeah, they're fucking rude. Well, I think they're fucking crazy. If they think that's a <laughs> legit argument, this is the, I didn't make this up. This is, I've heard this from more than one person. I've heard this from like I just don't psychologists know. is that that's the mindset of some of these people that if we're not meant to be together, I can't explain that to you. But There's no explanation the point, I can give to you that would make sense. At the same point, like how do they know that you're not meant to be together? Like kind of thing. If they have that mentality, what is it that they're like, oh, no, that's the sign that shows that we're not together. Like fucking nuts. It's just the pieces didn't fall into place. I don't feel this way. They don't feel this way. We didn't mesh the way that I believe, you know, two people who are meant to be together are supposed to mesh. I can't explain it. It's the universe that comes up with it. Fucking that weird. literally is the rationale for people who believe that. And like me being a hopeless romantic, I deep down in my heart, I'm like, oh, yes, we're meant to be together. But it's through hard work and perseverance. It's not just, oh, we're meant to be together. Everything's hunky dory. It's like, OK, we're obviously on the same level here. We want the same things. We love each other. So if we're meant to be together, let's fucking work at this shit. Yeah, I'm not here to shit on anybody's, you know, spiritual beliefs or anything like that. But is that really spiritual meant to be? I think that's well, just a hope. Well, I don't mean spiritual like religious. I mean, like, you know, the the stars destiny align. and the stars align <laughs> and that sort of thing. See, I don't think so, of like death it being my destiny. I just feel like, oh, we're meant to be like because we are the same. We have like my puzzle piece matches your puzzle piece. We connect. Wow, right. that was really fucking lame. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> John's like choking on his coffee. Right. I'm going to puke here. But, sorry, guys. But it doesn't mean that she's wrong. It's just sappy. But it doesn't mean that she's wrong. The opposite of what John is. Yeah. So whatever brings people together, whether it's fate or destiny or the universe, that's one thing. But your choice to ghost somebody wasn't dropped on you by the universe. You made the decision to do that. So don't use the we're not meant to be. You very well may not be meant to be together, but you still owe them an explanation. Agreed. So most ghosters have also been ghosted themselves. I mentioned that before. While they probably hated it when it happened to them, you said it happened to you, is that oh, you've yeah. been ghosted before and, and, and then you've ghosted and you didn't really realize how much that move really sucks until it sort of happens to you. But these people feel like they never got an explanation from whoever ghosted them. So I'm not going to give an explanation. Yeah. And guys, if you... <laughs> If you feel like you're a victim of ghosting, also realize that you can't play victim if you've only been out on like a date. If you're like, oh my God, I want to marry you the F on like the first date, they're going to fucking run. <laughs> like you can't say that <laughs> shit. Don't act like, oh my God, they ghosted me. No, you scared the shit out of them. Of course they're going to run. Yeah. You're lucky they didn't move out of state. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying blame the victim here, but sometimes people who You're were not a ghosted victim. had it coming. You know what I mean? By some kind of psychotic behavior, like <laughs> that the the person who ghosted saw that as their only way out. Yeah, I mean, if they're terrified for their life, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> now. Speaking of getting into the psyche of people who do the ghosting, one thing I'm super fascinated by is that normally dominant people, you know, every almost every relationship, there's dominant people and submissive people. And you kind of picture dominant people being the assholes, right? Dominant ones are the ones who are in charge. They're the ones who control their power. And so if that's true then you would think they're the ones who would do the ghosting. They're the the asshole guy, the player, the dominant guy. He's the one who's most likely to ghost. But it's actually the opposite. Ghosting is a submissive behavior. It's somebody who's say. afraid of confrontation and is more worrisome about the reaction that his partner is going to give him and he can't deal with it, so he chooses flight. I would that's, say it's that's more kind of like... Of, that's a, kind of interesting. It's like a passive withdrawal. It, it act, it, is, It's completely passive. Where like assholes will just tell it to your face, like you're a fucking bitch. Right. Get the fuck out of my house. Right. And, and in a way, I guess you have to sort of respect it. The delivery isn't great, but the message <laughs> kind of it's very makes clear. sense. Yeah. There's no ambiguity <laughs> there. Whereas the person who is ghosting is a very submissive thing to do, an insecure thing to do, yet they're the one controlling the situation in that case and, and i think that's kind of fascinating because it's it, it's completely contrary to what a submissive person should be doing so stop being a little bitch and just tell them again don't, don't be a bitch <laughs> so really quick how do you know when you're being ghosted versus just the guy being kidnapped or laying in a coma somewhere and that's why he hasn't been able to text you <laughs> well the very good thing about social media and even on iphones and things like that is you can see if they've read your messages Right. Mm -hmm. Unless the person is clever enough to turn off their red receipts. Oh, like me? Yeah. And me. (laughs) I don't like that shit. (laughs) Right. But a lot of people don't do that. So if you send them an iMessage on on an iPhone or on Facebook and it shows that they read your message, they are not laying face down in a ditch somewhere or in a coma or kidnapped and taken to Belize. They are ghosting you. They are ignoring you. That is a telltale sign. If you see that, stop communication right there because you are going to make a uh, ugly situation worse. Yeah. And guys, if you're the one getting ghosted, I would say send like a couple there to make sure that they're okay, obviously, because you have feelings for them. You're worried. And then after like, I would say a week, if they have not responded, or even a few days, depending on how long, how much you guys normally text, save your dignity. The last thing I said to that guy that ghosted me that I was talking about previously, yeah. the last thing I said was, wow, comma, I didn't <laughs> deserve this. Grow the fuck up. Period. Yeah, right. And, and that's, that was it. That's and good. Then you, I never, you got out with your dignity. I never called him again. I never texted him. I just left it at that because, ladies, you don't want... a and men too. You guys don't want someone who's going to treat you that way. Period. Right. Take the hint. Please take the hint. That's the number one thing. If somebody came to me and said, I need advice. This guy ghosted me. My very first thing out of my mouth would be, well, take the hint. All right. Realize it's over. Even though it wasn't the classic breakup that you probably deserve, ghosting is still a breakup. So take that message and, you know, put it to rest. And guys, 
the biggest thing too, like we've said before, is you obviously want to be loved. That's the whole goal of this dating shit. But the opposite of love isn't hate. It is indifference, like we mentioned before. Indifference again. And that obviously shows if someone's it's if you're easy enough for them to just ghost and never talk to again, they didn't care for you in the first place. So just fucking leave them. They left you that easy. So don't give them the time of day by responding and keep going at them. Yeah. A ghosting situation can snowball out of control pretty quick. Please don't turn crazy on me. Yes, please. I always use what I call the rule of threes. If you get three unreturned text messages or three unreturned phone calls, that's it. That should be your limit. The first one, okay, they might have, you know, forgotten to reply, respond. Which Just, I've done before. Sure, Everyone's done it. All the time. They might be at work. They might be working out at the gym. By the time you're done with your workout, it's several hours later. That's it. You 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 didn't respond. The second time, okay, now you, you might want to have, uh, you know, a little bit sense of awareness like okay something this isn't totally normal or whatever when you send that third one you know whether it's a voicemail or a text message it should be kind of final like okay well i guess you're busy or i guess you don't want to talk to me uh if you want to give me a call back i'm here and that's it that should be your last one if they don't respond to you within three messages or three phone calls that should be the sure sign that you need to rip the band-aid off and end it Mm -hmm, i agree because, like, the last thing you want, because ghosting does cause you to question the validity of the relationship, the last thing you want is to question yourself and who you are and what's and why you're not good enough. Yeah. And that's when the crazy thoughts start happening. And men and women are irrational, but women can be a little bit more irrational when it <laughs> comes to stuff like this. So don't go to their house don't go to their work if they're ghosting you anything like that i definitely don't advocate you do anything like that but you ghosters out there just know you do risk that happening to you if you ghost it really depends on who the person is that you're dealing with but if they start turning irrational that way that you caused by the ghosting you risk them showing up at your house yep. showing up at your work and the first line out of their mouth is what you don't know how to return my phone call or, or be like what the fuck yeah <laughs> don't send messages to try to spark a reaction from them like threats of you know you're going to post something about them on social media or mm. don't post social media stuff about them trying to get a reaction from them or not just angry stuff but sometimes stuff like you know sending them naked or sexy pics of yourself to see if they'll respond to oh, that Oh god please don't be that desperate ladies and gentlemen no but people do that you know what i mean they, they start sending stuff or let's say somebody ghosted you and then it's their birthday in four months don't send them a happy birthday text hoping that they're going to respond to that like, oh, thank you. And then you're like, ah, I got them. Now we can continue where we left off. No. Yeah, it's nice that you want to wish them happy birthday, but that blew you off cre- four months ago. They don't deserve a happy birthday. They don't deserve shit. And that's just fucking creepy. It is. Guys and gals, my babies and bros. <laughs> just remember, if you are the ghosty, if you are getting ghosted and you are... In all sorts, because you really liked this person and you thought they were the sun to your moon, blah, blah, blah. And now it, they're just gone and you don't have those text messages anymore. You don't have those phone calls to make. You don't see that person every couple days of the week. You obviously have to first distract yourself. You have to keep your energy focused on what makes you happy. See your friends, see your family, go out to movies with them, go do things that 
keeps your energy up and you happy. And stay off that person's social media. If they yeah. blew you off, don't start looking at their Facebook and, and Instagram because it's going to dig up those angry feelings. And if they here. haven't blocked you, fucking block their asses. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to see that shit. You don't need to see how fucking happy they are. That's going to hurt you. You deserve to be happy. Yeah. Take a little comfort in knowing that the ghoster is a fucking coward and has no balls. Do you really want to be with somebody like that? Bitches. They just did you a favor. <laughs> so, I mean, my advice for you ghosters out there, it's simple. Don't do it. Don't ghost somebody. Have the balls and tell them you're done, even if it's just a text message. Face-to-face is always best, but if you can, you know, if you don't have balls, but you can squander up just a little bit of courage just to at least send them a text, then you should do that. The, the closure you give them might avoid you tons of drama later. It's not just for the, the person you're ghosting's benefit. It could be for your benefit. You may save yourself a bunch of drama later. Ghosting makes her remember you as a chicken shit rather than a stand-up guy. Is that what you want your legacy to her to be? (laughs) You know, she may not be happy that you broke up with her or him, but at least, trust me, they will respect that you had the balls to at least do it and end it like a human being and not like a fucking savage. (laughs) Right. And if you're the ghosty or ghosted person, don't let someone else's bad behavior rob you of a better future by losing your vulnerability and shutting yourself off from other relationships. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) All right. So I hope that gave all of you future ghosters and ghosties a little bit of tips to go off of in case you are thinking about ghosting sometime, which you shouldn't, or those of you who actually get ghosted, how you react once it happens. That's our gift to you. You're welcome. And that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Truly Shay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-Y-S-H-A-Y-Y. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just need some downright help, just send us a message. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course... Always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions and topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. Any relation to Val Kilmer? No, he has one L. Do you get asked that a lot? A lot, all the time. I'm sure you're going to get asked it a lot when the new Top Gun sequel comes out. You're welcome. Another (laughs) singing moment. And make sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Believe in Yoga, where host Andrew Gordon will get you to a place of total zen with his show about everything yoga, which I definitely need in my life. (laughs) Women could always use a little more flexibility. Oh, boy. Here we go. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, 
sex sells. So advertise and I promise I will be very appreciative. (laughs) You hear that? Very appreciative. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.